Hello and welcome back to the Equipped Man Podcast, the podcast where we explore what it means to be a man of God in the 21st century. I'm your host, Luke Wentz. And for this episode, I've got Levi, Derek, and Devin back in the studio. How you going, guys? Great. Doing well. Good. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we briefly talked before, yeah, doing, doing better yeah. today. Everybody's, everybody's homes are, are getting over the sickness and the ick and the, the crud. Yes. So. Yes, finally. Everybody's on the mend. We're working on it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I always laugh because Derek always like comes off as so tough, and it's like he comes into the studio and he's like crisscross applesauce on the the big comfy chair wrapped in a blanket. It's got a <laughs> tissue up his nose. It's hey, a big hoodie. <laughs> yeah, I go. I'm gonna be cold in that basement. I know. I should have yeah. brought my slippers too. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody's good. Yeah. Everybody's, yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Happy I'm, to be here. Good. I'm excited. I'm, Thanks for I'm having excited us. Excited you guys are here. Yeah. No problem. So today, to jump kind of kind of jump into it, um, I want to talk about comparison and competition. Um, and a, a couple of you guys separately, I've talked about this, um, but basically, the the theory or the my thought process behind wanting to talk about this is, you know, I I know again, you guys hang out a lot, Derek, Devin, you got the the brother connection. Levi comes in with the friend slash brother-in-law connection. I'm I'm still going to hold on to that from last time we talked that you're friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's my um, sister's friend too. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, but I know there's a lot of times they talk about uh, comparison is the thief of joy. And how a lot of times, you know, if you compare yourself, your family, your walk with God, your job, income, whatever, to others, a lot of times it can be a negative thing. How it's always you're almost downing yourself for what you see in others. But I kind of wanted to take that as a twist of kind of comparing yourself and, and all to other men and using that to push yourself to excel. Um, and that's kind of what, and, and in my mind, I kind of wanted to tie that to competition because I know a lot of guys can be competitive and yes, it can be bad if you let that take over, but there's that, that little competitive edge inside of all of us that says, I bet I can do that. I bet I can do it like them. I bet I can, I can push myself more. So that was kind of the basis behind what I wanted to talk about today. So the floor is open. Any thoughts, questions? Yeah, I mean, I I was thinking about it today, just just trying to kind of figure out like where do you start yeah. with something like this, and um, and I it wasn't like last time where last time I felt like man I came in here I had some notes kind of prepared and <laughs> and everything, and and this time it's like oh no we I don't have any notes, but. I think it'll be good just kind of bouncing ideas and thoughts off of each other. And um, and it was something I think we either talked about it last time or, or I just was thinking about later afterwards. Like, you know, we're, we may be the ones kind of on here talking about this stuff with you, but um, I mean, we're learning. Yeah. You know, Levi was a good example last week. Like, I'm not just going to jump in and say whatever just to feel like I'm adding to the conversation, but like, I'm just learning while I'm here. And so, yeah, um, agreed. Yeah, I mean, by by no means are we professionals in 
no. in any regard with this. But um, but you know, we there's definitely a lot of experience and a lot of you know not a lot of knowledge that's here. And so, um, but as far as the competition versus comparison, and it, uh, just like with everything that you could talk about, there's there's a lot of avenues that you can go through. Um, but I mean, we competition was part of mine and Derek's life yeah. growing up. I mean, that's yeah. how we connected was sports. Yeah, I mean, if we're playing together, we're we're six years apart in age. But as as soon as Devin was old enough to compete with me at anything, that's like what we did. Yeah, that's that was play for us. Like we're competing. We're opposing sides of Nerf gun wars. We're playing against each other in video games. As we got older, I just wanted to do co-op games because he's way better than me. I don't want to compete <laughs> against him for the most part. <laughs> Let's play this shooting game together on this Because your team. little brother will never beat you. Because oh, he would destroy me. <laughs> <laughs> Beats me at most things. Um, and that's okay. I, I raised him in to be superior Yeah. Uh, in things. I trained him. So the teacher wants... His apprentice to be, become better than him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, competition was really like very much how we how we grew up. And we played we played sports like from the as soon as we were old enough, like we started playing sports. And when we were at home, we played sports. The neighbor kids come over, we're competing and playing. Like it's a it's like in the fiber of who we are. And now still, even as adults, like we play softball together, and Levi plays as well. We play basketball. Now we've been playing, kind of playing through the winter every couple of weeks. Like we'll play board games or whatever. It's like competition is ingrained in us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. I really can't relate to someone who doesn't want to compete at things because I don't know, competition is fun to me. I don't know if that's the fabric of our being as men or what. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's kind of amazing how competition, even if it's on something that's sports or a board game or whatever competition it, it's a way also as men i think especially where we connect yeah. and and we build connections and we even if it's you know a made-up mission right the fact that me and you and a couple other guys or whatever are on the same team to complete this mission together it it's a way for us to connect with each other um but kind of on another another way of like the comparison and competing. I remember when I came to the school of ministry a few years, you know, years ago now, gosh, nine, 10, yeah. 11 years ago, <laughs> there were other people I saw there and their behavior, like the way they read their Bible, the way they prayed, the way they interacted with others and reached out and, and loved God. Like that was a comparison and sort of competition, I guess you could say too, but a comparison that like elevated me to another place that just having an experience with God or, you know, even just on your own, right, right? Wouldn't have come about, but seeing people and comparing yourself to someone else's pursuit or love of God really elevated me to a different place and it inspires you, but it also gives you a framework to go like, oh, you know, these areas I thought I was good, I'm actually just okay. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Or or these areas yeah. that I've never seen somebody live like this, that's actually possible. Yeah. Or whatever it might be. And um I remember those were the things that you really 
years and years later, you don't necessarily remember the the teaching per se, but you remember the experiences of the people you were around and how they lived. I think that's a lot easier to remember. Yeah. And I know, uh, I know earlier before Derek and Devin showed up, Levi, you and I were chat- chatting a little bit about this and you had brought up the idea of islandism of how sometimes, you know, we as men, we as people, whatever, will get that like island mentality of if we don't, if we aren't exposed to new ideas or to, to competing ideas, then we stagnate and we mm-hmm. just kind of are there. You know, there if there's nothing to challenge us, there's nothing to push us. There's nothing to want us to or cause us to, to get better in our own lives. Yeah. You know, because I'll even say it, you know, as, as fathers, you know, sometimes you'll see other fathers, you know, raising their kids, you know, doing whatever activities. And it's like, you know, it's kind of, oh, I never thought about raising my kids like in that kind of manner or doing stuff like that. So it, it, in a way it's kind of in my, in my mind, it's, it's like a good form of comparison of I can push myself to be a better dad. I can push myself to be a better, you know, Christian. I can push myself to be a better athlete, you know, better husband. So again, that's, that's kind of what I wanted to look at and explore in detail. Yeah, I think you hit something that we could kind of go off. You said you said good comparison. Yeah, right. Which obviously imply for me when I hear comparison, typically it's the opposite. Where I typically I start to think of negative. Right. Right. The type of comparison where you're looking at all these other you know Levi mentioned you see these men because uh, sports is easy you know it's, it is competition. Yeah. You know, but like just competing in life and uh, competing in you know, spiritually. As Christians, like obviously the we're all, we're all competing and working towards the same thing. We're all running the same race, you know, kind of like Scripture talks about. But um, there's the there's the good comparison that pushes and drives, and then there's the bad comparison that causes you to freeze. Mm, yeah. Or or tell yourself like, well, I'm never going to get to that, or I'm not there now. So what's the point of me even trying? Right. Right. I mean, that's something for sure that we can kind of move into is what is the, what is the difference and, and why is there, why do, why do sometimes we see it and we have this motivation and driving force and other times we see this and it causes us to stagnate or it causes us to freeze. That's really good. That's really good because you have areas where, I think it comes down to confidence where you might feel like, if it's a sport you've been playing your whole life and you see someone that is like kind of equivalent of you or a little bit better, you're like, I can beat them because you have a history of skill of developing a skill and you have confidence in that. Yeah. But then there might be another person that is maybe somebody you want to be like, but you're like, I'm so far. Or you I'll say you are, but maybe you feel like you are very far away from who they are. And it can be, we really have a choice at that point. We can, I think it comes down. Well, I think I was on our last podcast. We talked about like the why. Yeah. You, like you see somebody like, okay, they might be inspire you, but do you really want to? Like, are you just you think that's really great, or is that something you actually want? And I think if you just think it's that's really great, it's probably best just to cheer them on and support them and not be like comparison. Like, oh, I'll never be that and get down on yourself because that wouldn't be something that. That would be a positive in your life. But if it's something like that you really want, then you should 
use that and say, hey, I actually do want this. And then you can pursue and go after that. And I think that would feed you and give you life because it's something that you really want. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I like how you put it into the, the realm of, of confidence because I know personally, like when it comes to being business savvy and, and career and, and all, I've, I've always looked at people that are entrepreneurs and, you know, look at what they do with their lives and their finances and their businesses and stuff. And, and I was not raised in a family or culture that really even talked about entrepreneurship. And so (laughs) now that I'm an adult and I see people that are being successful entrepreneurs, it's, it's like, it's almost like I look at them like this mystical, like, how do you do that? You know, how do you, how do you even, how does your brain even work? You know? And then it's like, Mm -hmm. you sit down and talk to them and it's like, Oh yeah, it's just like this. And you just, I'm like, what? (laughs) How? You know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's still days where I don't get it, even though I've sort of made my own company to make furniture, but I, I still don't, it's like at times I still don't understand that entrepreneur mindset. Yeah. But I still, there's, there's part of me that's like, but that's something I kind of want to strive for to learn some of those yeah. skills to have, you know, not necessarily I want your lifestyle, but I want some of those skills because I can see how, why they're, you know, that I can see that they're handy and, and they're, they're useful and, and they're productive, you know? So it's like, yeah. how do I learn that? Yeah. And I kind of touching a little bit on what we were saying, like almost good comparison, bad comparison. Yeah. Recently, I had an experience that was extremely humbling, mm. like <laughs> really just kind of ripped away any facade you'd built up or believed, right? And you kind of, I, I kind of just saw myself for real, who I really am. And and to be honest, when the pace of life and things going on around you and, and, and go, go, go and your ideas and what you're trying to do, it's actually difficult to do that sometimes. Um, and you almost need something a little bit earth shattering to remind you almost, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, this is where you're actually at in life or, or, and not necessarily in a negative way of just a really like, this is concrete, real Levi who I actually am. And I found when I experienced that and kind of coming out of that, I would see other people. And I guess it was comparison because I would just see other people and things in their lives. And it's like, I could really read it for what it was and make changes in here because I was humble enough to not think less of them or more highly of myself or anything. Like there was a humility in here that opened up this door of seeing other people for who they really were because I had seen me for who I really was. Yeah. And when I could see it, it's like I could hear them different. Okay. I got, yeah. You know, I could hear what they were saying on a different way. It wasn't being filtered through all this other because I kind of just didn't have a filter. I was like, I, I'm just so small. I'm so little. Yeah. I'm so, I just, this is, you know, down to the, bare bones minimum like and and you would see i would see other people and the comparison was different because i could see it again kind of more in an inspirational way and because i was humble there wasn't anything getting in the way of making it a bad comparison or a self-defeating one Mm. i was able to admit yeah i'm not good at that and it didn't hurt yeah you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not that way i'd like to be and that's okay that's not like a 
I'm, I'm not losing or lost. I'm now moving somewhere I should be going. Yeah. Like, I don't know, humility just kind of opened up more for me with experiencing comparison in a positive way. Yeah, oh, I like that. Yeah, that's really good. I know, um, I I don't know, it's 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 like I want to, I, I do, I want to just de- de- delve, dive deep into this uh, because it is, I think it, I think it rules a lot of guys' lives, you know, yeah. a lot of us and, you know, especially how it, especially how we can use these concepts to better ourselves. You know, I mean, uh, yes, as a joke, I, I, I said with Levi, you know, that how, you know, comparison years ago when he was dating his now wife, all of a sudden his comparison led him to improve his wardrobe. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and everybody's like, why is Levi dressing like Derek these days? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it was Sinead's like, hey, you should wear this. You should, <laughs> we should change this thing. And Here's a, This is a funny sidebar of a story. You should also like maybe like improve your car because oh, yeah. before they <laughs> were even engaged, I think, I don't know if they were engaged yet, but it was Our kind of inevitable. first date. No, not that one. I'm thinking of another time. We had it was winter time, and we had just played some basketball together. And he was giving me a ride home, and we get in his car, and you know the windows frost over. Yeah. But for him, he was unique in that his window was frost over on the inside. Oh, and so that's exciting. Miserable. He was ice scraping (laughs) the inside of the car, (laughs) so we could see to go to drive. It was something else. There was like a seal in in the window or something that yeah. wasn't quite. So it would. For, I'd have to scrape the outside of my car, and then I remember getting up, and it was kind of normal for me. This is what yeah. I do. I was scraping down the inside of the car, and Derek was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and then there's little ice shavings that would just sit on the on, oh, the, yeah. dashboard. on the dashboard. I said, "This guy wants to marry my sister." <laughs> <laughs> It's a no endorsement from the big brother. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And I said, good luck to her. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, I had another thought um, too when, because I was thinking to myself before kind of that humbling experience is I, you, you compare. And so then you present an image of yourself to try to compete with those around you that you're around. Hmm. You, you create this image that says, I am where you are. Yeah. Right. And I don't know that we do it on purpose, but like we don't want people to know, like, I don't, you know, I saw that thing in the way you parent your kids or whatever. And like, you almost want to make sure they know you parent like that too. Yeah. Like, or that your marriage is like that too, or, Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, your finances and, you know, and, and this stuff, right? Like, oh, I, I don't have thoughts in that area either or whatever. Right. And so you, you present an image because you're trying, it's a bad comparison. Yeah. You know, you're, you're trying to almost cover up what you know is lacking to meet the image you see in someone else rather than the humility to take it on and be like, wow. Yeah. I want to learn from that. I want to hear from you on this topic, like and and accepting it. E- even if you don't outright ask, you're learning by watching them, mm-hmm. and that has been a difference, you know, that I'm noticing in myself. Because before it was like you present an image and you try to be this person you think you should be. I yeah. mean, it's not necessarily, you know, not necessarily doing it on purpose if you're not really thinking about it. But you're also 
you're almost constantly trying to make your image like the other people around you yeah um without the humility of going like wow i could really learn from that i could really grow from that i don't have that how do you think people feel on the inside when they're doing that like always trying to portray and you kind of said you kind of come have have come out of that recently but like Mm -hmm. what is that what is that like to be and i can't i'm not innocent of like you want to put on a good face or whatever else i think as i've gotten older i i care less and less yeah about that but yeah yeah you wouldn't do it if it didn't feel good right and so in the moment you're gaining you're gaining pleasure from approval you're gaining you're gaining identity from being known as xyz yeah being known as a person who always has an answer or being known as a person who knows the Bible really well or being known as a person who, man, they really, they just love and care for their wife. And so you gain in those moments with the people, but it's super shallow. And when you're on your own, you have nothing inside that's valuable. Yeah. And, and so then when you're, when you're faced with reality, you know it in the back of your mind, but when moments come and they will come, no matter what you're doing, you're faced with the reality of what you really are and you almost don't know what to do because you would have to rip down your image to get it fixed. Yeah. You'd have to admit that the image is false to get it fixed. Is that? Yeah. 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 Like in, in my mind, what I'm hearing is it's it's that concept of imitation or you know keeping up with the Joneses versus striving to better yourself. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Cause I think a lot, I think there are a lot of times where we become more obsessed about how others view us, yeah, than going through the work to really improve, yeah. Uh, because that's the that's easy, in a sense. You know, it's it's actually terrible, yeah. <laughs> and and really can depending on how far you take it and and in what areas. You know, maybe it's financially, especially if it's financially. I mean, you can absolutely ruin. You know, <laughs> yeah. decades of work, <laughs> yeah. uh, just going into debt and doing whatever, trying to, trying to, I don't know, trying to fill this void and and fit in. I mean, some like you're talking about, you know, Levi, um, kind of some of the feelings that somebody might have when they're putting on that mask. Sometimes it's as simple as just, I just want to fit in. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't want to be seen as the outsider, yeah, or like I don't know. Like I think it's men. We like to be the ones that know the thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and True. you know it can be a little, little embarrassing at times if it's something that we in our minds have, and maybe it's not even just in our minds. Maybe it is something that really is kind of fundamental that we just don't know that we maybe should know with where we're at in in our lives, but we don't have the humility to say, "I don't." Yeah, help me. Yeah, in, in a sense, I think that's. I'm not. I, don't, I want you to. I think you might not be done, but when you said we should know, I think. We think we think we should know, but that's a careful place, a cautious place where people should, where a guy should go is, don't assume that you should know. Like mm-hmm. nobody should ever feel like, oh, I should know this, and then it makes us feel less less than. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not a, you know this, I'm not the, I'm not going to build things with my hands, or if I try to, it's not going to be good because I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> and I'm okay. I like, I feel like, uh, cause I have a lot of friends that are really talented at it. And I almost feel like I should, 
yeah. be able to do those things. But I'm fully confident in my lack of ability and even uh, I'm completely fine admitting it and just saying, dude, I don't know. Teach me this. Yeah. Show me how to do that. But to the point, your point of like where you feel like you should, I think for those you guys listening to this, like don't fall into that trap of like you should be at you should be whatever else that you're not. Just forget that. Yeah. Just forget that. I mean, yeah, God, you know, good. I think I don't know if I said this last time. I think I learned this last time after after this. But you know, God resists the proud. So if you're going to be prideful, He's going to resist you. Mm-hmm. And if you're humble, though, He's gonna He's gonna elevate you beyond where you actually are. Yeah. So operating that is actually going to be better for us, even though we think it's not maybe yeah. in the moment. And dudes respect real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We know That's the, true. we know the imitator. Yeah. The pretender were like, right. Like if I was like, yeah, I'm confident. Well, yeah. Oh, we're going to go do some sheetrock. Yeah. Let me show you. <laughs> I just did it for the first time two weeks ago. <laughs> I think I'm better than somebody who did it before me, though, because what I was told was not what they did. Yeah. <laughs> but if you that... saw me do it, you'd be like, the real ones, you'd be like, it's it, right there. Isn't that isn't that funny? Like we're trying to put on this mask around people that have probably years and years of knowledge and experience, oh, yeah. and we're trying to talk like we know what we're talking about. Like, you oh, you're you using a, a nine-inch skim knife? <laughs> yeah. Well, let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the real ones. The real ones know. Is well, that what especially that knife is called when they cut the sheetrock a skim knife. No, usually use like a utility knife. Yeah, okay. The skim knife is for putting on the the mud. Oh, okay. I haven't yeah. got to that part yet. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just have to say, every time I see your license plate, because <laughs> yeah. it says woodwork, yeah. and I was like, I would work, but I don't want to. It's yeah, one of the first thought I have that comes to my mind. I, you know, like I know after I got it, I was like, you know, it could be taken as that. Especially because it's a disabled vet plate. I would work, but... That's so good. Um, another, By the way, another thought I had on the comparison thing is, yeah. and I know I've done this to myself before, um, is you will, you will make an image of somebody else and put them in a place they don't exist either. Mm. Yeah. And you almost yeah. defeat yourself by making it impossible... You like you think of this these people or whatever, and you're inspired by and things, but you put them in a place that's like it's impossible to be that yeah. and do that. I've seen people do that with our pastors and different things like that, yeah. people in our lives or whatever that we hear and we see, and you put them in a place that you're like, I can't live like that. So you basically just kind of quit. Yeah, yeah. And you've accidentally like created an image in your mind of them that isn't necessarily real or true either. So like almost kind of the opposite, right? Rather than an image of yourself, it's an image of them. That's like, it's too much. Yeah. 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 You put them on a, it's easy to put them on a pedestal. And if you were to, you know, for a lot of those people, if you ever to talk to them in, in, in a real setting and were to ask some of the things, or you, you even like, if you were to think like, here's my image of who you are and what you do and what, you know, what your life looks like, you know, every time that person is going to tell you, no, it's not even close. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's kind of the, it's kind of one of the ways that social media is again, like talking comparison, social media to a degree and it is kind of ruining people Yeah, because they see these highlights or they see the image that people are projecting of who they are 
you know they're, they're maybe the they look and seem happy they look and seem joyful they they're with their friends all the time and they're all these new exciting places and yeah like you build the image of them off of those things and that's what you start comparing against and you absolutely are become depressed because here you're in debt here you have bills here you've not gone on a vacation in years and yeah. um you don't you know you're still renting or whatever like yeah it, yeah you start to compare yourself and you compare yourself into the grave it's just it's overwhelming yeah but that's not even that's not even a true representation of their lives no. you know yeah i'll i'll ask because you brought it up um you know, because I know the three of you pretty much all grew up with the internet and, and YouTube and social media and all that. Do you think with the access to the internet and, and everybody putting at least their highlight reel online for everybody to see, do you think that has uh, almost like increased this mindset of the comparison and the the imitation, the keeping up with people, the, you know, the negative side of comparison. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it can be a dangerous place, man. Yeah. It re- yeah, it really can. It can, you kind of, to be clear, I, Facebook came out when I was in college, junior year in college or something like that. So I didn't, I wasn't in, influenced so much as a young kid but even this more probably into my 20s but not even still that bad i feel like it's been the most in like the last maybe 10 years or so where you see all these like where influencers started to become a term yeah that you see but it can be it can be good and bad i think a lot of this comes down to your heart and how you you as a person how you see yourself are you are you do you lean towards humility or do you lean towards criticizing other people yeah. tearing down like do you are you a build up building up person or are you a tear down person like and that starts with the heart and i mean without jesus and the holy spirit i would absolutely be a tear down person yeah a hundred percent get in the car with me and drive you'll know that that guy's in there <laughs> like and i'm in traffic i'm like ah, it's weird. It's like be quiet your kids are in the back and like my six-year-old will sometimes oh traffic you know like yeah so i try to internalize that but if we're building, like, you can use the social media. It can be used for good. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If you if you want to become more, you can find somebody who can help you become more. If you want to change how you think, you can find how to change how you think. You can be inspired by things on there. I think it's all about your mindset and going in, in what you see and being diligent about what you see, too, and getting rid of things that are, like, that's toxic. That's trash. I don't, I don't, need, I don't need that. Or that's unrealistic. Yeah. I don't need that, you know. But if it like, I th- I think you know, as Christian guy, like as as a Christian man, you, you should have some discernment. I think even non Christians have a little bit of like, of a feeling, might lead them astray though more so because their feelings aren't God based yeah. so much. But you can watch something and how discern what is this really and how does it make you feel? And I think just being aware of that can help you know like okay, I'm gonna block this. I don't know what it means to block this. It'll block the person that made it. It'll block this video or whatever. Yeah. But it doesn't, it's not fruitful. So get rid of it, you know? And then the other things that are helpful, well, they can be good. Yeah. 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 And that's, so I think it's increased 
as far as the the comparison, but but at the same time, as as anything, as we continue to advance and evolve within just culture and and, and what all that looks like, it's technology specifically, kind of what we're talking about with social media and Facebook and uh, X, Twitter, whatever, you know, yeah. all that stuff. Um, if if it's used right, it can be extremely beneficial. Yeah. You know, just like the internet when it first came out, and not first came out, but when it started to get beyond its infancy, you know, you go out, you're you're doing a research paper, you can find things quickly. You're not having to go out and get the books and do all that. So it's improved in in a lot of ways. But, um, but yeah, I think that's a really good point. Is what's your what's your heart? You know, what's what's your intent when you're on here? Yeah. You know. Um, but I mean, there's there are so many times where we especially with um with athletes or influencers whatever we see the people that are at the top and here we are not even started yeah and we're comparing to we're wondering why we're not there yet yeah to the greatest <laughs> right and and i think that's one thing that social media has has really kind of has really hurt in a sense in and created even more so you know you kind of see it with the with fast food when that came out as well, but like everything being so quick. Yeah. Like I want it now and I'm going to get it now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the idea of working towards something that you are not going to see the fruit of until five, 10, 20 years down the line is becoming a lost art Yeah, with younger generations yeah. because you can stumble into social media fame and, yeah. you know, becoming a, <laughs> Yeah. Very wealthy. Oh yeah. Off of that's so so little. Yeah. In, in, in... <laughs> yeah. They see examples of it too, so it's not like they're like they're kind of encouraged. Like I could do it. It's yeah. it's promoted. Yeah. You yeah. know. But, but yeah, and so within within competition, right? Like, if you really want to compete with the people that are out there that are the best at it, like you've got to put in work and you've got to put in time. You've got to have dedication. Um, yeah. And that's why it's. That's why it's good to get around people that are better than you. Yeah, with things because I th- I think a lot of times that it's that prep work that's not highlighted or celebrated mm-hmm. to yeah. a degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was I think it was Usain Bolt. Uh, I saw a quote from him. Uh, he said, "I trained ten years for a nine second race." Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, and and I mean he's arguably one of the fastest people in the world for sprinting at least, you know, but yeah, you know, it's like, but nobody, nobody really celebrates that prep work. Right. The grind, yeah. the grind is not glorified as much. You can find that though. One, one guy influencer I like is Gary V Gary Vaynerchuk mm-hmm. and all he does. Cause he, he, it's what he talks about. is like the work. Yeah. Doing the work, <laughs> you know, so you, you can find it out there for sure. And that's where it's a that's where it's a huge benefit. Like if if you're at a spot where you're, like I like Levi was talking about, if you're humble enough and you are willing to go out and yeah right. look for those things yeah you know not look for the end result. What's the process of getting there? Um, you know, there's some you know Gary Vee's a good one, and uh, there's some again not not that anybody we say their name of we fully endorse every part of their lifestyle like <laughs> thank but, you for the disclaimer yeah like but you know david goggins is another one that he's yeah. got some hard stuff yeah to to listen to at times speak to that wuss inside of you yeah, yeah and but but the, 
the challenge too is the culture. The culture is pushing against that. Yeah. Right. right. Like, no, no, no. You get you got to celebrate who you are and, and where you're at, and you know you're yeah. you're good enough where you are, and, and especially to to people. I'm you know people in general, but like we're t- this is a men's podcast, right? But especially men, like if we hear we're good where we're at, that is unsatisfying. Yeah. That's a but if that's sentence. yeah, but if that's all we're told and yeah. we don't know how to move beyond it, like we get stuck. Yeah. Depression, um, anger, anger's a big one. Um, but yeah, if you know, we don't you know, for me, especially people that are competitive, like I don't want to hear I'm good where I'm at because I see people that are better than me. I want to get to that spot. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, really it's good. good. Yeah. Just gonna sit there and chew on that. <laughs> and I and I think I th- you know, I, I hear I love the examples of like Goggins and, and Gary Vee and, and all these really great, you know, hustle, you know. I know another one that's kind of controversial is like the Tate brothers. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know, but it's like it's like I think I feel like there's a younger generation and I and I kinda wanna be careful, but I don't. But it it feels like there's a younger generation. It's like they hear the work that needs to go into it and they check out. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, it's like they don't even want to start the process because they hear it's a process. Right. Right. You know, it's like, Derek, I know you were doing day trading for a while. I don't know if you still, still are, but still grinding, bro. Okay. Still grinding. Yeah. See, see, it's, it's the grind. It's, it's yep. the process to learn it, you know? And it's like, I know there's a lot of stuff out on the internet and social media that says, oh, yeah, do day trading 20 minutes a day, you'll get rich, hand over fist, never work a day in your life. You know, just 20 minutes a day. That's all it takes, man. You'll be rich. And it's like, but people don't realize that it's a grind, that it's, there's a huge learning curve. You know, there's all the stuff that you got to keep in mind and you got to have the capital to start. You know, and it's like there's. I think there's a lot of people. They hear that it's a process, and they they yeah. do. They just check out. To- you got to yeah. be. I mean, it goes back to our goal setting talk a few weeks ago, where why you're doing why you're doing it and making a decision. Yeah. And once you make a decision, you make the decision again every single day, over and over again. You can't. You can't. Like if you, I actually posted this. I think I saw it recently. You say if. Today you don't do what you decided to do yesterday. You didn't make a decision because mm. a decision is what it is. It doesn't change. You yeah. made a decision and now you continue with that decision every day. But that's the hard part: is doing it every day, doing it when it's hard, doing it when you don't see results. And and you see the end result of people on social media. You're comparing to others. You see what you feel is the end. But the thing is, is for those people, they would tell you. I'm not at my end. They have somebody that they started chasing. They have somebody that they're continuing to chase yeah. to improve. So they're using that comparison to say, I want to get better. I see that there's pop more, there's more, and I'm going to continue to do that. And it really is your, it really is how you think about it and what your mindset is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, it's interesting because with like social media and, and sometimes I think they hear the work and don't want to get into it and things like that. But as, I, I think it's actually, I'm afraid I'm going to find something more interesting before I'm done because mm, they have yeah. so in any moment being anywhere, doing anything in any moment, I can pull out my phone and find something to me that's more interesting and 
exciting than what I'm doing right now. Yeah. I might be at a football game. I could pull out my phone and find something more interesting and exciting to me than this moment right now. And so learning yeah. the yeah. value of living kind of even in mundane moments yeah. of going, hey, sitting next to my couch right now is more important and I'm going to make that more important than something that I could find that's more fun, more fascinating, right? Yeah. And so it's like we hear the work, we see the work, and we're. I think there's actually a fear of committing to a thing because I'm going to find something else that's more exciting before I'm done. Yeah. And when in here, when you get that restlessness, that's really where it comes from, but it also it's created in us because we're constantly filling ourselves with the fascinating, the fascinating, the fascinating. I can go find a better preacher. I yeah. can go find a better podcast. I can go find a better book. I can like, yeah. we can always go find something that's better than the thing we're experiencing right now yeah. because of that it creates a restlessness that like you almost don't just settle for that book yeah you don't just settle for that moment of having a whatever conversation with your wife like and that when that restlessness goes now suddenly like I'm not comparing yeah. this moment to another moment and I'm able to live in it. And that's one of the things, like, too, that I've just lately just really been, I'm alive. Yeah. I'm just experiencing the moment that I'm in. Yeah. And, um, and, and then I'm finding I'm, I'm reading a book and I'm actually finishing the book rather than halfway. And then I start a different one yeah. you know, where I was before, right? Like, and I'm reading Proverbs every day been reading a chapter of Proverbs every day and nice. now I got my wife doing it with me like nice. it's nothing big it's nothing I don't have to go I don't have to compare how much I'm reading the Bible to how much someone else is reading the Bible I'm inspired by this moment that I've created with God and committed to and it's p producing in my life yeah. and like does that make sense? Like yeah. we almost yeah. get, we're restless because we can pull out our phone and find something more exciting than what mm -hmm. we're doing right now yeah and that's your, I mean, it, remembering that it's a Christian man, right? That we're talking yes. about, you know. So, um, that's that's really good too. <clears throat> Excuse me. With just the the root of all that you were saying was like God is my God is my focus mm -hmm. in in a sense, right? So like God God is the pursuit, and, and, and all these things that we're doing, there may be things that are that are good. Um, I think of you know, Lucas and Gala, who you know, I worked for for a lot of years, um, got to know really well, and, you know, really, just really, really good man, you yeah. know, good man of God, a guy that's very driven and is different than me in, in a lot of ways, <laughs> in a lot of ways, but, mm -hmm. um, but with how big and then how, how much his, his company has grown, um, Within you know, with Watchman Security, like he he'll tell you like this is this is God's man. Like I'm I'm just here to I'm just here to kind of watch over it. And in his pursuit, he's like all of this all of this could go. I could lose all of this. It's yeah. not going to change me. It's not going to change who I am because because my pursuit is God. Yeah. Yes. You know? And and so as as Christian men, I think a lot of the restlessness comes because we lose focus of the goal of the goal, right? Our race as a Christian man is is not to build the biggest business. It's not mm -hmm. to get the most money. It's not to bring in the most views or what you know whatever we're trying to pursue. Yeah. Like that may happen 
on our path to chasing God. Yeah. Like that is our race, you know. And and Paul talks about it obviously in scripture, you know, run, run the race as if you want to, or as if I I never remember the exact verbiage of it. If Are you so, talking about that do your work as unto the Lord? Well, or there's is it that the run the but race set before you as as if or with the with basically with the intention of winning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and I forget exactly how it's how it's worded. You don't but... have to have scripture memorized to be a good Christian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> preach, Derek. Preach. I don't. I, yeah. I. I don't. Levi. Levi is the one that probably has the most. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I even know what you're talking about, but the idea of it yeah. is what yeah. you learn from, anyways. Yeah. And and so you know, Paul talks about basically run the race as if to win. Yeah. Right. The race that we're running, that we're running as Christian men, is the 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 pursuit of God. That's that is my pursuit. That is what my endeavor is, and all of these things are going to come after that or yeah. from that through that. Um, so that's got to be that's got to be the why, right? Because there's yeah. you got to build, you have to have a foundation on basically everything you're doing. So that's my foundation. My why is I'm going to know God. And he's going to know me. Yeah, that's good. That's the pursuit, and all these other things they're gonna they're gonna come, and and mm-hmm. there's a lot that obviously you can go into. Um, and I, you know, we did we talked about this. I, I did realize there was a lot that I was thinking of within comparison and competition that could actually really tie into goals and commitments. Yeah, you know, that we talked about last time we were here. Um, but, um. Gosh, I was saying that, and I kind of lost what I was saying. <laughs> but uh, running the race, yeah, God is really the found. Finishing. God really has to be the foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the pursuit. Yeah. yeah, God is. Yeah, God's the pursuit, and um, I mean, maybe, maybe that's just, that's just where I should end that yeah. one. But I, I, I think I might understand where you were headed because you're saying like God is the pursuit. So like the context of winning, like almost like the context of the comparisons and things like that, if the context of it is in that relationship, right, and in the the pursuit of God and, and establishing those good things in my life, I don't necessarily have to have the biggest house, but I can have a house that is fully blessed and yeah. full of Him and and be at peace in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where So the comparison part can kind of... Um, the negative side of it can go away into the positive side when it's in the context of our pursuit of God and relationship with him. And we see things in other men and we're inspired by it and stuff like that. I think I don't, maybe that's not where you're going, but I felt that as you were talking about that, like finishing the race and like, it's kind of like the rest of the mumbo jumbo, just whatever blessed stuff just kind of falls off and we can kind of put it in a context of, yeah, you find that you find that restlessness when you're off the path, yeah. And when you lose sight yeah. of what the what the what you're chasing after, you know. And for us, that's that's the finish line. Is there's God. You know, we don't know when that finish line for each of us is, but like you're either you're either living actively living or you're actively dying. You know, like we yeah. I think we kind of I think Derek maybe you mentioned that last mm-hmm. time we were talking, but. Um, but yeah, that's that's where a lot of that restlessness comes from. Is maybe maybe a lot of maybe a lot of us just don't quite fully understand what's what's our goal, yeah. what's our what's our pursuit, um, 
and but when we realize like this is mine and mine's going to look different like yeah you know, we could talk at it in competition right like in terms of basketball um Derek's probably going to be he's probably just going to be a better three point shooter than I am yeah you know that's that's his skill and that's his talent uh, <laughs> with you know we we just kind of joke about that but it, it just to put it in terms that are easier to understand too like um that looks different for him and I can practice and I can improve and I can work on those things, but there might be a skill or something that I have that I bring to the table. That's different. You know, it's still within basketball. It's still within the game. Yeah. But maybe mine is like, I'm just going to be a guy that plays defense. Yeah. Doesn't look the same. It's not as exciting. No, but the team wins. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, that's good. I think the, the key that the key to all this is that, the comparison comes when you're not rooted in what you're supposed to be rooted in. I say not the comparison to just itself, but the comparison that will leave you unhappy, mm-hmm. unsatisfied, yeah. cause that restlessness, as Devin was saying, in you, will really come from just not being rooted in your relationship with the Lord and seeking Him first, putting Him first. Because when you do that, you have the peace, and you can still be driven for for things, but you have peace as you go about it, you have peace in the in the results that you get. You have peace in the t- whatever time that it takes because you're rooted in the most important thing, and that's your identity in Him, and not in your identity in achieving these things. Because once you even do, if you do achieve that, whatever that is, whatever that goal is, whatever you saw someone else doing, I'm going to get that. You go get that. What happens? It's not satisfying. Yeah. You go just get a credit card and you go do the vacation you saw somebody do. And you spend all this money you didn't have, and it's cool for a while. You get back home, and yeah. you go, well, that wasn't as fulfilling as I thought it was. Yeah. Because you're not going to have it. You just find out not going to have it without God at the center of it. Right. And yeah. him leading your, leading the way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, that sounds good. I mean, that sounds like a really good, solid place to to end. Any any final thoughts before we shut down? No silence. silence. That was my final thought. Yeah, that was your final <laughs> yeah, thought. Was, I know. I know. It was kind of wrapped up the whole thing yeah. there, but you really did. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think it all can kind of be tied back to what Levi said. Yeah. Be humble. Mm. Yeah. You know, we kind of all briefly talked about it. Levi brought it up though. Like, get rid of any pride. Yeah. yeah. And and make that make that a prayer. Yeah. Lord show me where I'm prideful. Yeah. Yeah. If it's small, if it's big, get rid of any kind of pride that you have. Because living in humility is just such a more satisfying way to live. Amen. And and it humility really opens the door for growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Thank you guys again. Until next time. Stay fit. Be well. 